Welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule, where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and learn more about how to have a happy home, family, and healthy relationships. Parenting series. Uh, who the heck are these kids? Parenting starts with you, learning your personality, the personality of the parent that you co-parent with, and the personality of your kids. And uh, it's been very interesting. We've been doing this for a few weeks now. We're going to continue on. And if you would like to have input on tonight's program and you haven't already written in with any questions, you can text us at 325-428-6145. And if you're listening tonight and you would like to interact with our Facebook page, we'll check that a couple of times tonight as well. Just go to Facebook at Home with Debbie Rule. We are happy to hear and share with our listeners your thoughts, stories, and testimonies over the next hour that we spend together. Every Every week I share these statements of how important I believe the home is. I believe the home, that every home should be filled with family, friends, food, music, love, and celebration. But most of all, it should be a place to gather, to be cozy, to feel safe, and the peace of God. I feel honored to have those around me year-round, and I love to say I'm at home with family and friends. Stay tuned for Thoughts from Home. At Home with Debbie Rule, your talk show about home, family, and relationships. We'll be back. The Haven Family Shelter is a domestic violence and sexual assault shelter that serves men, women, and children who are victims of domestic violence and sexual assault in Mason, Menard, McCullough, Kimball, Concho, and surrounding counties. The Haven is dedicated to ending domestic violence and sexual assault. The Haven provides services such as 24-hour crisis intervention and hotline, 24-hour accompaniment for medical, law enforcement, or criminal justice. They provide legal advocacy, individual counseling, and The Haven is active in public education, prevention, and community awareness. Support your local domestic violence and sexual assault programs. Speak up about the abuse. Educate yourself and others. Help a friend in need and set an example. For more information on how you can help, call The Haven at 325-597-7644. Together, we can end domestic violence and sexual assault. Home, family, and relationships can be a challenge, and we have some answers for you right here on 95.3 FM and knlradio.com. Join me, Debbie Rule, every Sunday from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule. And this week on the program, we'll be continuing our parenting series with Who the Heck Are These Kids? Learning your personality and the personality of the kids that you parent. Join me this Sunday at 6 o'clock right here on KNEL 95.3 FM and knlradio.com. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule. This is Thoughts from Home. It's a titanic temptation for most parents to try to turn their child into a mirror image of themselves, into someone who will share their ideals, viewpoints, and mannerisms, and behaviors. It seems like an instinctive thing to do. After all, doesn't a duckling need to learn how to act like an adult duck? And who better to teach duckish behavior than our own parents? That's a fair philosophy for ducks, but for humans, it's foul play. You might pull off this Pygmalion 
Pygmalion project if your child happens to share your personal spectrum. Since you both have an instinctive, pre-existing regard for the same things, on the other hand, if your child doesn't share your spectrum, you're attempting to put a square peg into a round hole. Trying to shape and mold ordain to be isn't just futile. It is unethical, even immoral. To do so categorically negates, negates the inborn values of the child and below, bellow. I'm going to start over here and belows to him or her. I don't care what you want. I'm the parent. I'll decide what's best for you. When you're 18, you can do as you will. But until then, you will do what I say. In case this notion hasn't yet sunk in, every fiber of your being, I'll say it one more time, it's impossible to change one temperament into another. A quiet, sensitive, considerate blue boy will never grow up to be an Adderline pumping alpha mega orange. It just won't happen. It can't happen. Caterpillars transform into butterflies and maggots turn into flies. But as a rule, humans are non-metaphoric unless, of course, you're a shape-shifting werewolf or vampire. So how can we effectively parent our offspring without over overtly forcing our values upon them? First, we need to be aware that we may inadvertently be doing it. Second, if you're doing it, stop it at once. Third, make a conscience effort to recognize and validate the values of your youngsters, no matter how foreign these values seem to be. Finally, introduce your child to ways that are positive values and characteristics of other temperaments. If he or she finds some attitudes or behaviors to admire, your child will figure out a way to adopt them and make them fit within his or her own value system. As a result, your child will probably turn out to be normal, healthy, well-adjusted individual, in spite of all of your parenting efforts. This has been Thoughts from Home. Stay tuned for more of At Home with Debbie Rule. We'll be back after this moment. Have you overcome hurts, bad habits, or hang-ups that have controlled your life? Celebrate Recovery needs you. Celebrate Recovery is a biblical and balanced program that helps us overcome our hurts, hang-ups, and habits. Celebrate Recovery is a program designed to help those struggling with hurts, habits, and hang-ups by showing them the loving power of Jesus Christ through a recovery process. At Home Success Coaching, we'll be providing Celebrate Recovery to McCullough County and the surrounding areas. Share your testimony and encouragement to help someone else be an overcomer. If you are interested in more information or you would like to volunteer, please contact the McCullough County Resource Center at 325-597-2646. That's 597-2646. It's time to celebrate and to share your freedom with others. Celebrate your recovery by volunteering and giving back to your community. Celebrate Recovery is in 30,000 churches worldwide and is coming to our community. The Haven Family Shelter would like to thank their sponsors for supporting the mission of The Haven. Back on your feet, towing, recovery, and transport, Bob Moore Tires, Brady Floors, and Briar Oaks Ranch. The mission of The Haven is to reduce the incidence and the impact of domestic violence and or sexual assault in McCullough, Mason, Menard, Kimball, and Concho counties by providing services and support that empower victims to rebuild their lives and regain their dignity within a safe and caring community.
Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where we are talking about parenting, personalities, different personalities, the personality that you have as the parent, personality of the person that you co-parent with, and also the personality of your kiddos, which are all usually different. And so tonight we're learning the parenting um, way by parenting based on your personalities and not just the way you think uh, you should parent a child, but parenting them based on their needs uh, in order to raise a healthy child is understanding their personality and how to best effectively parent that child based on their temperament. So we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks, and last week um, I am sad to say that our program did not record, and so there is not a podcast for last week. So we are just going to briefly uh, go over the traits of the four colors again tonight, just briefly. We're not going to go into detail like we did last week, but we'll catch a lot of that again as we continue to keep talking about kids. But in adults, uh, we're just going to give you some characteristics again of the different colors so that you can see or identify with uh, what color you may be as a parent or a co-parent, and then that way when we start talking about children, you'll understand, you know, what the differences are and why you have conflict in some areas, why you're alike in some areas, and why you seem to battle uh, that child when it comes to certain things because you're just not the same. And so welcoming uh, to the program tonight and joining me is my wonderful husband, Rudy Rule. Good evening, Rudy. Hi, Debbie. So nice to have you. I know that we enjoy teaching on personalities and doing this uh, in our marriage. At our marriage, I am just need to take a breath. I guess tonight I'm having a hard time communicating. We use uh, this a lot when we teach our marriage seminars and our parenting seminars um, because we just you know there are differences between uh, men and women. There are differences between personalities. There are differences. Uh, that we have to just learn in order to be able to understand, have a better understanding of the person that's in our family. So um, we we have done this for a long time, and it certainly does seem to help when you understand who it is that you're dealing with, including yourself. Well, and just for full disclosure, I was always skeptical of these uh, personality categories. In fact, I just quickly went online and looked up personality colors. And so what you use is four colors. I found one with six. I found yeah. one with eight. I found one with 25. I found mm-hmm. one with 30. Mm-hmm. Good grief. So, uh, but having had you study this and teach it for years now, I've come to understand it from a different perspective. I mean, it's, it's nothing wrong with being skeptical. But when something works and something's good, embrace it. And so I have. And the four colors that we use, uh, everyone, almost everyone is a blend of the four. But they have dominant colors. Well, they have a primary and a secondary. There you go. Mm-hmm. And, and a third area and a fourth area. Yeah, you might find a few traits of, uh, of each one. You might identify one very strongly and uh, maybe a second one and then maybe not so much the other two. If you are um, in oppositional uh, personalities, meaning colors that are opposite to the other in their characteristics, then something is not right there because you can't be a primary color with one a type of personality 
and then be a secondary with the secondary with an opposite. So we call that masking. We say that a lot of times people will take on those characteristics based on childhood trauma uh, or the way that they've been raised, the environment that they've been in. Sometimes we take on those characteristics when we become uh, uh, when we get a certain job or we have uh, a certain career that requires us to take on a certain personality traits in order to do that job well. So, uh, you know, there can be all kinds of reasons why we do that. Uh, and sometimes it just takes a little bit of time and coaching to figure out why and where and when and how that's going on and, and try to find the true you. You know, I always say the true blue, the true color, because uh, that's going to help you the best to be successful. And as you were saying, Rudy, there are so many different uh, personality, you know, there's personality types that, um, you know, Galen uh, did the human temperaments. He used the choleric, the sanguine, phlegmatic, melancholy. This is the one that I was taught with. And that is uh, absolutely crazy. Yes. Choleric, phlegmatic. Yes. What is all And that? became uh, certified under that type of teaching. Um, we have the DISC, which a lot of companies will use um, to figure out the personality of people that they are uh, have employed or potential employees. Um, Gary Smalley uses animals. Um, the lion, the otter, the golden retriever, the beaver. Um, there are um, some styles called the dominant, expressive, solid, analytical, um, direct, spirited, considerate, systematic, um, the powerful, okay, okay, choleric. Okay, okay, you know, okay, there's so okay. many different ones. <laughs> what I wanted to say was, uh, in our situation, You've had me take these personality quizzes, and then you look at my answers, and you say, well, that's not you. And so we drilled down deeper into that, and, you know, I'm 64. Uh, I had a lot of life experiences where the world is kind of sanded off the rough edges. It's like that old song, I'm just an old chunk of coal, but I'll be a diamond someday. We change. And we, we talked, learn to adapt for I, in certain situations, yeah. Talked last week about normative behavior. Uh, we find out that society likes some things and doesn't like other things, and we stop doing the things that society doesn't like, and we start doing the things that society does like. And so whenever I take the personality test, I answer what I want to be or what I've learned to be rather than what I was naturally. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying all of that to lead up to if you guys that are listening want to do personality tests, have your significant other uh, grade it and look at it and get their input on what they think your personality is. And it's a real eye-opener. But the way this, and you just ran through all of the different people and the that wasn't even half of them. Oh, that, that wasn't, wasn't even, even a beginning. And mm -hmm. that's just how convoluted and difficult it is to understand. And so people like me that are orange just say, time out. I don't want to play anymore. You don't want to play that game. You want to go play another <laughs> game. Anyway, um, back to the colors. The reason why I chose in um, the writing of my book, which will be out soon, and 
teaching this is the four colors uh, that Don Lowry seems to use this system seems to be the simplest system that there is out there, in my opinion. I agree. Um, And so I like it. Uh, You may find one that works better for you. But the key here is that when you're doing a personality quiz, don't overthink it. I always, when I'm doing a seminar and I give out the quiz, I say, don't overthink it. Go through the words. And as soon as you find one that you, that's kind of hits you there that you think is you, um, put it down because that's probably going to give you a closer, um, grade to who you really are than if you sit there and overthink it. You can overthink it and talk yourself into it. Well, I'm really this way. Well, I'm really not that way. Sometimes I'm this way, way. you know, but just, you know, how would you normally react? It doesn't matter if you've changed that behavior or not. It's just how, how did you normally act? How do you, and how did you normally act in that situation? So uh, don't overthink them. Just go through them. They shouldn't take you long to do because it should be the first thing that comes to your mind when you look at that, you know, four words. Which one describes you the best? Go on to the next one. Which one describes you the best? So we're going to just go over these characteristics again very quickly because I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on what we did last week. I want to get into more of the kids' uh, personalities tonight. But I do think it's important to just uh, preface with these uh, characteristics so that if you are listening and you're trying to identify who you are and you weren't listening last week. Uh, This will just help you to be able to um, figure out who you are, who it is that you parent with, and then we're going to get into the kids before we close tonight as well. So gold personality, again, they are the people that are um, wanting to help. They are, have their sensory is judging people above all. They must be of service. Um, They don't like any freeloaders. There is a strong sense of work ethic and what is right and wrong. They're responsible. They're organized. They're detail-oriented. They hate wasting time. They're right, you know, they they don't want um, anybody else to, you know, be in a gray area. There is a right and there's a wrong. Uh, They honor their commitments. They're traditional and dependable. They're very punctual. They operate by schedules. They are predictable. Uh, they are not risk takers. They, uh, they're not freeloaders, and they don't like freeloaders. Uh, so these are your people. These are your gold personalities. Uh, they're very strong personalities. Most of these personalities are CEOs and people that are uh, in a, a higher up uh, administrative uh, position, and they parent in a way that is very uh, authoritarian. They they are very. There is no gray area there with a child. If a gold parent takes an orange child, they have a very difficult time parenting that child because that child, that orange child is all over the place and the gold parent is beside themselves because they have a strong sense of there's just right and wrong and you're going to do it and we're going to be responsible and there's no playing around. This is work. This is what we're going to do. And so um, they don't allow the child to be a child and especially one that is in opposition to them. So So a question. In the story of the race between the tortoise and the hare, gold would be the tortoise and orange would be the hare. Well, I don't, I don't know if, if that would be accurate or not. Um, Sorry. That's what that was. I mean, that made sense to me. Yeah. 
I was getting right. ADD when you were going through all of the descriptions, and so I, I try yeah, to make so it you threw simple something for out people there that's, like me well, that when I listening. Think, it's like, huh? When I think of a tortoise, I think of very slow. That is not gold. They're very fast-paced, working people. Um, so, I mean, I, d- I don't know what point you were trying to Plotting. make there with that. Okay. They, they plod along. They really, well, maybe. It's hard to knock them off track. Okay, let's move yeah, on. Yeah, let's move on. We'll erase that part. We'll erase that part. Okay, gold. Blue. Uh, a blue person, these are the people that are your feely people. They operate on their feelings. They make all their decisions based on feelings. Um, but they they thrive on being authentic. They want you to be authentic. They can spot fake. Uh, they Their purpose in life is to have a purpose in life. Their purpose in life is to help you find your purpose and how to live it. They strive to bring harmony within themselves and within the places that they are a part of. They try to make a difference in the world. They're devoted to their relationships. They're very spiritual. Um, they're very romantic. They have, um, these are people that are very affectionate. Um, their commitment to love and to relationships. Now, a gold is very committed to relationships, but it's because of duty. The blue is committed to relationships because they really love. They give everything that they can. They love. And so these are the people that are going around the world making a difference. This is uh, Mother Teresa. You know, she gave everything to Give, you know, give of herself. And so this is the blue personality. Well, and um, since you're naming names, gold is? Uh, gold would be your, well, we talked about this last week, Donald Trump, someone yeah. like this would be your gold. Um, so that's your blue. And one of the negatives to the blue is that they are so emotional that they are emotion-driven. They make a lot of decisions based on their emotions. And a gold makes all of their decisions based on what they sense to be right or wrong. It might not necessarily be what's right or wrong. Again, that's just in the gold's mind. It's their perspective. Uh, no, it's what they think. Oh, you're talking gold now. Gold. You switch. Well, I was comparing the two okay. between the gold and the... Uh, then the orange. These are your perceptive people. They must be free to act. They have to have freedom. Um, they test the limits. They're free-spirited. They are great in a crisis, but they need variation. Uh, they love tools, endurance. They're boldness, exciting. They're lighthearted, full of fun. Uh, these are your performers and your entertainers. Um, they are, um, you know, they want to do it right now. Right now, they're the ones that don't read the instructions. They don't follow the instructions when they're putting something together. Guilty. They just put it all together. When and, all else fails, and if, read the directions. You know, they have so. five screws left well that's all right you know you always hey. ask me about that i tell you they're extra <laughs> i find it hard to believe that everything that we put together sends extra screws everything but anyway um they're very uh do it now and um they are like a microwave compared to a crock pot are you know they're they takers uh, yes, mm-hmm. and they are spontaneous in relationships. Uh, the one down flaw to it is that they will have a lot of relationships. Um, yeah. Clutter is acceptable. Uh, they enjoy sharing uh, more on a superficial level. They're not very deep people because they're just everywhere. And so, um, and again, these are just some of what you may be, okay? Um, now, green. These are your intuitive thinking people. 
Above all, these people must be competent. They love intelligence. They store wisdom. They're obsessed with learning. They can never know enough. They need uh, to have control. Um, they feel qualified. They see the big picture. They must understand objects and events. They're individualist. The orange is the party person with everybody. They want to go do everything with everybody. I want to have all these friends and I want to go do everything with everyone. A green person can be very happy just being at home by themselves. As a matter of fact, they thrive better in that type of environment. This is going to be your child that's sitting at home and uh, that you have to say, come on, let's go outside or let's, you know, did you meet a friend at school today? No, you know, they're not really interested in that, but they don't understand that they need it. And, and a green personality does need it, but they won't seek it out. Um, they believe things that are obvious to everyone. They are um, oblivious to others' emotions very disconnected when it comes to emotions. So you can imagine if you have a green person and a blue person, a blue person that's very, very emotional and a green person that's disconnected, uh, they're going to have some issues there. They usually get married. Yeah. Sometimes. Um, thinks through relationships carefully. Okay. Uh, so they're probably not going to choose that blue person that's emotional everywhere. It's going to drive them crazy. But a green person is going to look for someone that is intelligent. They're the type of person that if they don't feel like you are intelligent, uh, that you don't have the letters behind your name, they're very educated, they admire education, they thrive on knowledge and education. These are your PhDs, these are your people that are your scientists and problem solvers. And, um, and if you're not up there with them, they just really have a lack of respect for you. Mm. You, uh, they can make people feel very stupid. I know people. Not like intentionally, them. but but they do. They make people feel uh, that they're like they're inadequate. So those are the four uh, temperaments when it comes to adults. Um, now, when we look at kids, you say, well, how can they be different? Well, in a child, things manifest and come out in different ways than they do when we are adults, and so. They are a little different they with don't kids. Mask as much, do um, they? they don't. You're going to get the true uh, kid, true colors, unless they've had trauma early in their life. Uh, and kids that have been around abuse or um, verbally, emo you know, emotionally or physically, domestic violence. Uh, yes, um, any of any problems like that, they are going to learn to mask early on because they're going to learn coping skills. And um, they're going to put their defense mechanisms up. And so that's going to be taking on probably traits of another personality that might not necessarily be theirs. So uh, kids, they can operate in their true blue color, but they might already be showing signs of taking on uh, characteristics of something that may not be healthy. Um, so in a childhood, uh, you know, what you call acting out. Well, it could, but it's may, may not be acting out. You may not see it as acting out. It may be something that's just subconsciously going on in their mind, and maybe their nature is not to be a fearful child, but because they've had trauma in their life, now they're very afraid. And so um, that's something that they've taken on now that's not, wouldn't naturally be part of their personality. So we have to kind of look at... Um, how they've been raised and what, what's gone on because, again, you're born with that 
temperament, but as your environment uh, begins to develop your personality, uh, experiences start developing your personality, even at a young age, kids can take on characteristics that are not necessarily within their nature. We're going to take a short break and we're going to be back and we're going to talk in the second half about childhood personalities and how you can build their self-esteem. So stay with us. We've got a lot coming up right here on At Home with Debbie Rule. We'll be back. Are you facing a crisis or has something unexpected happened to you? Maybe your home and relationships have been harmed by divorce, or do you have marriage, parenting, or blended family issues, career choices, financial issues, addiction, or just plain old I need to know how to do life better to avoid making so many bad choices. At Home Success Coaching is a great place to start. If you need someone to listen, someone to talk, to process your feelings, insight, or advice on how to have a better life, At Home Success Coaching can help you out of a crisis or just help you stay on the right path and reach the the goal of having the very best home, family, and relationships possible. At Home Success Coaching is a nonprofit organization and there is no charge for our services or programs that are offered. Visit at homesuccesscoaching.com. That's at homesuccesscoaching.com, helping one home at a time. 95.3 K October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Domestic violence is also called intimate partner violence, domestic abuse, or relationship abuse. It is a pattern of behaviors used by one partner to maintain power or control over another person in an intimate relationship. Domestic violence does not discriminate anyone of age, race, sexual orientation, religion, or gender. Anyone can be a victim or a perpetrator of domestic violence. It can happen to people who are married, living together, or who are dating. It affects people of all socioeconomic backgrounds and education levels. If you know of someone that is in a relationship that might be dangerous, please let them know that there is help out there. If you feel that you need help for domestic violence or you know someone, call today. Make the call. 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233. Or the Haven Family Shelter at 325-597-7644. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Brule, where tonight we are talking about who the heck are these kids and what do I do with them? Parenting starts with you. Learning your personality, the personality of the one that you co-parent with, and the personality of your kiddos makes home life a much, much smoother uh, home when we learn how to um, operate and parent effectively based on our personalities and our kids' personalities. So uh, in the first half, we talked a little bit more about uh, adult characteristics for the different color system. We are using uh, the system from Don Lowry, which is the uh, true color um, spectrum personality uh, information, and it's based on four colors, green, orange, gold, and blue. And so uh, now that we've kind of covered the adult, we're going to talk a little bit about childhood. 
And so I'm just going to tell you a little bit. I'm going to describe if I was a green child, this would be me. Okay. So I was an independent child who appeared to be older than my years. I was an early talker and learned to read long before I started school. I asked a lot of questions and was never quite satisfied with any answer unless I could experience it for myself. I like to play with chemistry sets, plastic models, magnets, magnifying glasses, puzzles, and construction sets. Remember, this is the green. The green in uh, adults, they are very intellectual. They appreciate education uh, and knowledge. They thrive on that. Um, they are the ones that are working all the time. People are outside playing sports and doing different things. They're sitting at their computer Googling and learning more about a subject that came up that they just want to know more about. And uh, not because they have to, because they want to. And this is, uh, again, the adult and the child that prefers to be alone a little bit more than the other colors. They are okay with being alone uh, as long as they have the things that they enjoy doing. Uh, and again, that child likes that uh, chemistry sets models, magnets, magnifying class, glasses, puzzles, construction sets. They love building. Um, these kinds of things that they enjoy working with that keep their mind active. Uh, and it's learning, learning, learning. And they're not really quite satisfied with the answer unless they uh, know it's the answer, and if they question it, they, they're skeptical. Skeptical, Green are skeptics, and they will go find it for themselves because they're just not quite sure uh, that you know what you're talking about. So uh, this starts even, even at a very young age. Um, before they start school, they start asking a lot of questions. Uh, they'll begin looking at books at a very early age and probably pick up reading a lot sooner than uh, most kids if they haven't gone to school or pre-K before they start kindergarten. Uh, so they're very independent children. Um, and so that's your green child. Your orange child, we've talked a lot about the orange child. Um, and one thing I want to say about orange is, um, well, let me describe it and then, and then I'll go in with this comment. This is the orange. I was noisy, energetic, freedom-loving child because I wanted life to be action-packed and fun. I did what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it, so it seemed like I was always getting into trouble. I liked physical contests and games, especially if they were to be played outside. My bedroom was usually messy and cluttered with toys, clothes, and sports equipment. So this is your kid that throws everything in the middle of the floor, drags it around the house. This is your kid that's constantly moving. Uh, they're constantly, um, they're up early in the morning. They want to stay up later at night. They don't uh, require as much sleep as some of the other personalities. Um, they are uh, ready to go anytime. They are always trying something new. Um, they're into everything. This is your child that takes consistent parenting, supervision, and this is the one that wears you out. This is like, oh my goodness, you know, if this would have been the first child, which normally they're not, uh, and I don't know why that is, but if this would have been the first child, this would have been the last child. And so uh, the, they, they test you. They test boundaries. Uh, they like freedom, but they don't like to be constrained. 
And so um, this is the orange child. And so let me say this. A lot of orange kids, especially boys, are just very active kids. And what you need to be very careful about, in my opinion, is that um, take into consideration the personality of your child before you start medicating your child for things like ADD and ADHD. Um, those things need to be diagnosed once they start school and when they begin to start reading and uh, we start thinking about reading, comprehension, uh, are they able to focus? There's a lot of things to take into consideration. It's just not activity. I'm not saying that there are not kids out there that need to have some help uh, with focus and, and with their um, energy levels, but when you start medicating a child too early, Sometimes you are medicating based on their personality and the fact that they're just an active child and they just need to have strong supervision, uh, boundaries, freedom within boundaries. I always say freedom within boundaries. You cannot constrain an orange child because you will destroy them. You will kill their spirit. You have to give them freedom within boundaries. So if they're throwing a temper tantrum, you send them to their room and you let them throw the temper tantrum in their room and you say, when you're in here, you can do what you're doing, but you can't do it when you're out here. You have to act appropriately when you're out here. So you give them that freedom within um, boundaries to act appropriately. And you hold them to the expectation of acting appropriately, but you do it in a way that doesn't crush them. And you teach them, you know, what is appropriate, but you have to understand they have a very, very short attention span. This is not the child that you're going to be able to lecture to. This is not the child that you're going to be able to say, now, number one, Tommy, and number two, and number three, this is what you say. Tommy, I don't want you to do that anymore, and the next time you do that, there will be a consequence. End of story, done, turn and walk away. Because Tommy has tuned you out by the time you've said your second sentence. He is not capable of staying with you with a long lecture or a long discipline thing. And we're going to talk more about that when we get into discipline. But your orange child is just uh, seems like they're always getting into trouble. But they are very loving children, very loving and very fun kids, very fun kids. So our son had a teacher in the first grade that wanted him medicated. And this is really where you started to educate yourself on all yeah. of this. Yeah. And we found out that uh, in our research that a diagnosing a child ADHD or ADD before the age of eight was inappropriate. Mm -hmm. And a diagnosis like that should not be entered into lightly. Yeah. And my, our son was just a active child with a short attention span. He was perfectly normal, perfectly natural. Yes. Well, that's the kind of child I was. And when I was a child, they didn't have ADD and ADHD, and they didn't medicate children. Hmm. They taught you not to do that. Mm -hmm. They normatived your behavior. Well, there was parenting. Yeah. Uh, parenting. And I'm not saying that you're not parenting well, your child if your child's on medication. There that's were not what we're saying here. in school, yeah. too. Well, Mr. Jarbo, his right arm was twice as big as his left arm after I went through there. Well, there were consequences for behavior. And there needs to be. And there needs to be, yes. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that in parenting. 
But, but the thing, medication is not always the best solution. Not always the best thing. That's right. Um, when Zach was uh, had just started first grade, um, he was very young. Uh, for his, he's an August child, August fourteenth. So you know, um, when he went to kindergarten, he was turned five, turned five years old, and you know, three days later, he went to school. And so he, uh, you know, had trouble sitting down for long lengths of time. They didn't have a recess time after lunch, which was a lot of the moms went up and complained about that. They because actually stopped having recess for kids in the school we were yeah, in. No recess. Yeah, so we had to go up and, you know, there were several of us moms that were frustrated because we had boys that just needed to have some time to get out and just get their energy out. And so... Um, Regardless of what your personality is for your child, at that age, they need to have a little time where they can get out and run and play. But an orange child especially, they need uh, that ability to be able to go out and, and to exercise that freedom and to have that sense of being able to just go out and explore. And, um, you know, they're always looking into everything and they're always talking and, you know, they're just they're just into everything. But they're very fun, very loving children. Um, but they can be very easily diagnosed with uh, things that may not be what they have. And, of course, uh, you know, those things follow them all the years of their life. And if they decide they want to go into the military or do some certain jobs, um, you know, you just don't want things documented on your child's permanent record that doesn't necessarily need to be there. So be very careful. Be sure that you walk closely with your doctor and with um, counselors and um, therapists that can help you to be able to determine what it is that's going on with your child and find the best fit for you and your child. Um, but that definitely is going to be like your orange personalities that are very, very active. Um, the gold child, again, this is the one that uh, has responsibility. Uh, this is the parent, remember, that has a strong sense of right or wrong. They're very traditional. They're very home. Uh, they do everything out of duty. They love to help. They do everything. They want to be of service. Um, but this, if you're a gold child, this is you. I had an easy time growing up. I was a well-mannered child who could be counted on to do my chores and follow the rules. I looked to my parents and teachers for direction and approval. I was down to earth and became upset over change. I liked to play with toys that made me appear more grown up and important. And I liked working on crafts that were useful or practical. So um, just as the gold person uh, enjoys work and enjoys um routine and schedules. Um, they do look for approval. Uh, so children that are gold are going to be looking for approval from parents and from teachers. They want to know that they're doing a good job when they help. They need to be shown appreciation and um, that you did a good job because that's very important to them. Um, but they are um, your children that are a little easier to parent. Um, like the green that's independent and they are kind of into themselves and doing their own thing. A green can be very stubborn. A gold is not stubborn. They are there to help you and they want to please you. Okay, so they're a very pleasing uh, personality. But they're easier to uh, parent as well because they abide by the rules. The blue child, um, this is the child that was the imaginative kid 
who spent a lot of time coloring, writing, playing, acting, uh, daydreaming. They loved when people told them nursery rhymes and stories and fairy tales. They liked playing with toys that had a personality like dolls or animals. Because uh, they're naturally gentle and sensitive, they're easily upset when other people become overly competitive or aggressive or violent. So if you have a blue child and they're experiencing things in the home that are uh, traumatic, abuse, things like this, then it can really be detrimental to any child, but especially a blue child, because they are very sensitive to um, any type of aggression or violence. Uh, if you have a blue child and they're watching a lot of violence on TV or video games, it's going to affect every child. Do not hear what I'm saying that it's not going to affect your other kids. It affects every child. That is not good content for your child to be um, involved in. But a blue child, especially, they are very affected um, by aggression and violence. So these are your feely um, personalities. Now, remember the blue, they're very emotion-driven. They have a lot of feelings. They like imagination. Uh, these are the ones that are, you know, going to be dressed up in your um, play clothes, playing house and playing, you know, like I'm the princess and I'm the prince. And they're um, just, they're very loving children as well. Uh, they're very emotional kids. And, um, so they, they guard themselves a lot as well. So that's the blue child. So you can see there that there are several differences in green, orange, gold, and blue as far as characteristics. Your green is your thinker. They're individual. They don't require a lot of attention as far as friends, but they constantly want to be working on something that is stimulating their mind. Uh, books, puzzles, um, crafts, uh, um, model airplanes, building things that they feel that they are accomplishing. They have a sense of accomplishment there. They're learning, always learning, always learning, always learning. Your orange child, again, this is your fun, active, this is your school clown, your class clown, uh, the one that's always seeking that attention and wants to play. Everything's a game. Nothing is serious. You know, as a matter of fact, when you want to try to get a orange child's attention, uh, then play, make a game, you know, make it something that they can have fun with. Um, you know, so I know that different words are description because one of my grandsons is very orange and one of my grandsons is green. And when I talk about doing a game, my oldest grandson that is green will say, let's make it a challenge. This is a challenge because he's into the intellectual part of it, the uh, educational part of it, a challenge. We're going to make this a challenge. The other one is, let's just have fun. You know, let's just make it a game. Let's just have a game. It doesn't matter, you know, if we win or we lose, whatever. we're just having fun. And so there's a difference in the way you can do the same activities, but in the way you word it with the child and the way that you participate in it um, with different personalities that make it effective. And so um, different ways of building self-esteem and disciplining kids, especially with the different personalities. You know, it's really hard um, when we look within ourselves to try to rebuild our self-image. Um, if we have suffered um, things in our past that have caused us to be insecure, 
it's it's hard, you know, to come out of that. And so for your child, you want your child to experience the very best that they can in their childhood so that they have a healthy self-image of themselves and that they don't have to go back and try to redo some of the things that were done when they were younger that caused them to be insecure or not operate in their true personality. And so when we're building a self-image in different personalities in children or adults, um, the green personality really recognizes the need for their competence. They want you to um, congratulate them that they were very competent, they did a good job, they are so smart, um, listen to their ideas. They're the ones that are going to have the plan to not to save the world. You know, the blues are saving the world, but the, the green is making the plan to make a cure for cancer so that, you know, grandpa can get well. And that, that's the green, that's the difference there. And so they offer mental challenges. You know, if you want to uh, help build self-esteem in your green child, then, you know, give them mental challenges, give them a little privacy within boundaries. Again, I don't believe that any child should have total privacy without the parent knowing things because this can create trouble. But green does, they, they are a little more private. They're private adults. They're not ones that are out sharing everything about their life. They're very private. Um, provide them sufficient time for them to be able to think, um, show them interest in their hobbies. If there are things that they enjoy doing, engage in that type of PA behavior with them. Let them create something new, admire their knowledge, um, provide access to resources where they can learn more, allow them to experiment. This is your child that wants to do all of those experiments at home. Um, and that's, you know, totally our uh, little Taylor, he always wants to do an experiment at home. You know, he wants to make the volcano and do all these different things, you know. And um, so, you know, they think outside the box. Think outside the box with them and let them be the expert. Let them share information with you. Share information with them. You know, when you're doing, when you're reading with them, when you're having reading time with them, read books that will build their intellectual, um, their mind, because that's what they're interested in. They're not interested in the fairy tale. They're interested more in um Shark Week and National Geographic and books like that where they can learn about science and the different animals and things like that. So these are the kind of books that they're going to enjoy. Um, and the orange, and I'm just going to cover one more, and then next week we'll pick it back up again, um, building self-image in, in our uh, different um, colors for our kids. So we covered that was the green. Now for the orange... Um, you need to recognize their talents and their skill. Be optimistic and cheerful. Provide chances for them to shine. They want to perform. This is the one that at night before they go to bed, they want to do the talent show. They want to tell Alexa to play all these songs so they can dance for you and they can do the talent show and they can perform and, and they can be um, get a reward, you know, and or an award for it. And they want to um, be able to... Uh, be in leadership positions. They want to um, you to admire their courage. You want to give them some freedom to act and allow them to push boundaries, but you know push back a little there too with them. Um, show spontaneity. Let them be the center of attention. Share activities. If you're fighting for attention with your orange child, you're going to have a difficult time because they're fighting for attention too. 
Um, we have that with our youngest grandson. When Rudy and I are trying to talk, he's constantly talking and interrupting because he wants that attention. He wants that attention on himself. So you have to say, you know, I know that you really want my attention right now, but I need five minutes to finish my discussion here, and then you and I will go and do whatever it is that you would like to do. But give me just a few moments of quiet, and you have to just train them that way because they're going to continually fight uh, for that attention, and they are going to push the boundary until they get your attention, and they're going to start acting out negatively uh, and trying to get your attention. So when you're getting an orange child is acting out and being rebellious, it's usually because they're not getting the attention that they need. Uh, you, maybe you're on your phone, maybe you're watching TV, whatever it is. Stop what you're doing to put your attention onto the child and give them that attention because that's why they're acting out and they're going to act out just so that they'll get the attention from you. So there's a lot of different ways that we can approach um, building self-esteem and disciplining kids with different personalities. We did cover the green and the orange tonight. We'll preface those again next week when we come back and cover gold and blue. But I hope that you've enjoyed learning a little bit more about characteristics of yourself um, within the gold, blue, green, orange color spectrums that you are now beginning to understand a little bit more about who you are and who you parent with, uh, other people in your family that are closely related to you, maybe grandparents that are helping parent children as well, how they're interacting and what the, um, as we start tonight and we go into a little bit more detail of the personality of kids and how to better uh, discipline them and effectively parent them. I hope that this helps you uh, to have a better understanding of those that you live with because it's tough. You know, relationships are really tough and trying to figure it out um, is hard because we make a lot of mistakes uh, trying to figure it out. And so if we can have some type of insight uh, or uh, knowledge of how to prevent some problems and prevent some conflict and help our children to become as healthy uh, emotionally as we can, then we're just going to all be better off. And so the information that we're giving you is just so that you can help better understand your child, your family members, and uh, just have more, uh, more healthier relationships all around. That's true. And, you know, we've been doing this for over 30 years. And I was just thinking as you were talking, uh, discipline is important. And 30 years ago, parents wanted permission to spank. And we would tell them, you know, spanking is seldom the best solution. But just as you said, talking with those kids, laying down parameters, boundaries, mm -hmm. and enforcing them are really the best approach to parenting. Yeah. Well, and one thing you have to see is different personalities, you know, different um, consequences for different personalities. Some kids can sit in a timeout and be okay with sitting in a timeout, well, but you take some personalities, it's hard for them. And what parents have to be ready for is the children to call them out on it. You treat Mary different than you treat me. Well, you and Mary aren't the same. Y'all are different. She responds to this, you don't. And you can have those conversations with kids. Kids are getting older, younger than they ever were before. I mean, it's amazing how precocious our young children are. I, I, I see what you're saying. I'm, I'm going to challenge you just a little bit to think about this. I'm, I'm not so sure if kids really understand that you're treating them differently because you're really not treating them differently. You're just using a different approach. And I'm not sure if they really 
um, recognize that because the rules should be the rules. You should still have the same rules. It's just how you um, enforce them that's different for kids. And I'm, I'm not so sure if they really even understand that. I mean, there's, there's ways that you can really effectively parent your kids and, um, you know, correct them and them not even know that they've been corrected, but get a positive, positive response. We're going to learn more about that next week. We want to thank you so much for inviting us into your home tonight. We love being with you on Sunday night sharing, and we'll be right back here next week again with part of our parenting series, Who the Heck Are These Kids? And What Do I Do With Them? Thank you for joining us today for At Home with Debbie Rule. You can be at home with Debbie Rule every Sunday on Candy Hill 95.3 FM and CandyHillRadio.com. Follow At Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. See you next week at home with Debbie Rule for more insights on home, family, and relationships.